just share a few words with us tonight. We are very blessed and f truly fortunate to be called the children of God. And I don't want any of us to take that for granted. Although negative things uh, have uh, stalked you in 2020, uh, you are here because they were not able to overcome you. And I want you to know what that means. Amen. Don't take the, the blessings of God for granted. And you're never lucky. You're always blessed. Recognize that. Recognize that God, if God is for you or since God is for you, nothing can successfully come against you. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Amen. Um, I was thinking about um, just what we were, uh, were going to do tonight, and I'm going to paraphrase what I have here. Um, I was told many, many years ago of a farmer who um, uh, was also uh, was a member of this particular church, and, and the pastor it was a country church, and the pastor on a cold, wintry day had gone to pastor the people, but they could not get out because of the snowstorm and the ice. And he looked at the farmer and he said, he said, brother, he said, looks like you and I are the only ones here. And he said, uh, so I think I should preach. And he preached and he reared back and just preached and preached for about an hour and something. And when he finished, he looked at the farmer and he said, well, brother, how did I do today? He said, well, pastor, he said, I'm a farmer. And when I go to feed the cows, if only one cow comes up in the winter, I don't give them the whole barn of hay. So, that, that has informed me. So I'm not going to do that. But, but, it, but what is such a beautiful scripture for me? There's a, such a beautiful scripture for me in Isaiah chapter 9. And we have been talking about this in the Christmas story, but I just wanted to read it a little bit and give you a couple of thoughts about it. In Isaiah 9, verse 6, the, the writer, the prophet Isaiah, says to us, For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. I want you to reflect on that tonight as believers in Yahweh and Jehovah through Jesus Christ, in believer, as believers, I want you to separate some things. That is, don't allow the world to encroach. Don't allow the world to rob you of this amazing blessing that God the Father has given to us through His Son, Jesus Christ. The child was born, but the Son was given. And then the prophet says, and the government will or shall be upon his shoulder. Uh, I love that scripture. The government shall be upon his shoulder. He shall come and as a mighty God, a mighty man of war, he shall come with the government of God upon his shoulder. Paul talks about that in, in uh, his epistle when he says that in him all things hold together. In him, in Christ, all things hold together. That means <clears throat> that the things that we think are important in life, they hold together in Christ. They don't hold together uh, in some other, by some other means or method. And I would like to, as we go into this next year, to redouble our efforts in being the church that Jesus Christ died for, to love God with all of our heart, and to, to 
not lean on our own understanding, but in all of our ways acknowledge him. I would like for us to double down on that and that our primary allegiance is always to him and who he is and what he has done. For God, I like to think, became a man. God became a man. I've said that quite often. God became a man. He became a man for us, and he is forever the God-man. And for me, it, it, it uh, invokes emotions because I, I think who but a God like him would do that? Well, it's the same God, as I like to say, washed his disciples' feet. The same God who, after he had performing the greatest miracle on the planet, on even in the universe, he had risen from the dead. And here he is uh, out there on the shores of Galilee cooking breakfast for disciples who ran away from him and didn't support him in his uh, greatest hour of need. That's the God whose, gov whose the government, the government of God, the kingdom of God will be upon and is upon his shoulder. And this is the God who holds all things together. And he is going to hold you together in 2021. I, I really believe that, you know, we, we, we have a vaccine out now for this COVID-19. And, and I'm happy about it. Um, I'm happy about it because uh, I believe that it will help us uh, naturally. But our serious problem is not a natural problem. COVID-19 is not our greatest problem. And I'm sure that some in the medical profession will say, what's wrong with you? But it's still not our greatest problem. Our greatest problem is sin and a lack of repentance. That is our greatest problem. And so I, I would like to, if I must, redirect us to, to the Lord and to the things of God. Isaiah says his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, mighty God. So, so he is like no other leader, no other ruler. And he is the, the trusted counselor. You can go to him for counsel and he will be faithful to give you the right counsel. Not the right advice, the right counsel that you and I must walk in. The word of God is, is counsel. The preaching of the word of God and the teaching of the word of God are both counsel for us. And we don't necessarily need so much. We all need somebody to talk with from time to time. But we won't need so much if we listen intently to the word of God. And I would like for all of us to endeavor to listen and then to be doers of the word of God. He is also called the mighty God, the everlasting father, the prince of peace. And so Jesus ushers in an era of peace. You might say, well, he hasn't done it and it's been 2,000 years. But yes, he has. He has done it in you and in me because we have the peace of God in us, the peace of God. We have the peace with God and the peace of God both. Peace with God means that God will never ever experience the wrath of God. And the peace of God gets us through every devastating situation or malady that happens on this planet. So we want to know, we want to be, a, we, want, we want to know that God more intimately and we want to know what our part in it is. And don't let anybody rob you of that. Don't let anything rob you of that. I have, this has been my refrain for uh, consistently for over 20 years, and it has been my refrain for 34 years 
of pastoral ministry and even beyond. And this is what he says of the increase of his government and peace. There will be no end. Don't forfeit that. Don't be just a churchgoer. Don't be just a churchgoer. Be a Christian, a person in whom Christ dwells. And know where your faith lies and also know the object of your faith. Know that you have a responsibility to him firstly and him alone. And this is what you must do if you are going to be successful in the days and years to come. I don't think that 2021 will be anything but a slight respite, slight respite from our issues and trouble. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Now, you, there are some of you who have great imaginations, and I'm sure that you understand that better than I. But the fact that you can have increase forever and ever, I mean, it, it boggles my mind. I almost say, no, don't tell me anymore. You know, can you imagine that? That's how great our God is. That's how great our God is. And if you and I uh, are bothered by that, then you should remember what I told you. Our three-and-a-half-or-so-year-old son said once that when we asked him, uh, to define eternity. And he said to me, a well, a well, a well. It is a, like a, a one long day that never ends. And, and I'm grateful to, for that definition. It's just one day. Don't worry about it. He says, upon the throne of David and over his kingdom, to order it, to put it in order and to establish it with judge, judgment and justice from that time forward, even forever. And so this, we know that Jesus, when he came, he instituted these things. And, and as we will be sharing with you uh, Sunday, uh, you are a part of this story, this amazing story. We're not just uh, onlookers. Sometimes we use analogies like uh, ha you having a front row seat, but we're not just that. We're not just front row seat. Yes, we do have that. That's a good analogy, but we are also a part of his story. And we're going to explain that to you more fully uh, Sunday. And Jesus has already begun, and the peace of God is in your heart. The kingdom is in you, and you're in this amazing kingdom. And he says, from that time, even forever, and listen, the zeal of the Lord of hosts, the Lord of armies, will perform it, and you are a part of it. So we bless you in the name of Jesus, and we just are so grateful. Brother James is going to lead in a song. And I'll be right back and we'll have a dismissal prayer. We absolutely love you. And may the Lord Jesus bless you, comfort you. May the Lord Jesus make you steady in all the things of God. May, may you be able to stand no matter what the wind blows against you. No matter how strong it is. It can be gale force, hurricane force. But you will stand. You are a, a, a survivor, not somebody who barely gets through something. But you, are, you beat it. What, what the enemy sends against you, the floods to inundate you, you beat those things. So we bless you in Jesus' name.